I want to know where the gold's at. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Backhoe Joe, by Lori Alexander, illustrated by Craig Cameron, published by Harper Collins. In honor of Labor Day coming up this Monday, we're reviewing a book about one of the pieces of equipment that helped build this great nation. Yes, today's tale is about a backhoe named Joe, hence the title of the book. As it turns out, Joe is lost and happens to be found by a boy named Nolan, who takes the lonely backhoe in and shelters him. Will Nolan's parents let him keep Joe, or... Will they ditch him at an abandoned construction site? Well, bring your hard hat, grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We begin on one of our protagonists, a boy named Nolan. Apparently he's enamored with rocks, because we can see he's filling up his entire backpack with rocks. Either that, or he must have forgot his books at school, and he's looking to fool his parents. Or it's just not his backpack, and he's looking to give someone some major back problems when they're older. As he's collecting these rocks, Nolan hears a grumble coming from the bushes, and goes to see what it is. What does he find? But a real live backhoe. No, not a go-to prostitute. It's heavy machinery from a construction site, with diggers on it and all. When Nolan approaches the backhoe, it retreats, and tries to hide back in the bushes. Somebody throw a parking brake on this thing before it runs over a kid. We then get this rather interesting comment. Quote, Nolan always wanted a pet backhoe, so he whistled and called, Come here, big fella! End quote. Just cat calling a hoe. Where did this kid get this abhorrent behavior from? Of course the backhoe doesn't come over though. Nolan's gonna have to try better than that if he wants this hoe. Oh no, he looks to the rocks in his backpack. Please don't tell me he's gonna bash it with those rocks. Huh. He makes it rain rocks. And the backhoe comes running out to scoop them all up. Have some self-respect. So sad. This backhoe has some serious problems. Quote, Nolan gave the backhoe a pat behind the motor. End quote. Could this be any more degrading for this backhoe? And Nolan's got some real rocks to slap it on the ass like that. He's given boys everywhere a bad name. And he's got a front loader to the face coming his way. Interesting. Nolan's clearly more versed in backhoes than I am. Because for some reason... This backhoe liked it. Don't try that one at home. Or on the streets. Instead of asking the backhoe its name, Nolan decides he's going to name it Joe. On what authority? If that isn't privileged, I don't know what is. Nolan then runs to his parents to show them what he found. My, they must be so proud. Quote, Luck what followed me home, Nolan said. 
I'm going to keep him, and he won't be a bother. End quote. Welp, now we know why he acts the way he does. If anyone else spoke like that to their parents, they would get more than a few pats on the ass. They would get a whooping. While Nolan is talking to his parents, Joe is tearing up the entire yard. And his parents are like, I don't know. This doesn't seem like that good of an idea. I mean, there's tire tracks and strange men with hard hats showing up in our front yard. We're going to have to think about it. And mom tells Nolan he has to train the backhoe if he expects to keep it. Isn't it Nolan needs the proper training and licensing to operate something like that? And he seems to be a few years off the age to obtain them. But what do I know? So Nolan sets off to try and train Joe with commands that you would give a dog. Yeah, that'll work. But this backhoe comes from a hard background, so it takes it some time to get these commands down. And we see it's just out of control tearing up neighbors' yards, and even eating out of the trash. How depressing. Nolan realizes Joe has too much energy, and tries to wear him out by playing with him. I wonder if Nolan tried draining the gas. That might work. But Joe just keeps digging shit up. Like an ex-girlfriend who won't forget what you said to her two years ago. In his frustration, realizing he's never going to be able to train this backhoe, Nolan accidentally opens up an abandoned city pool construction site. And Joe goes ham on the place. And he digs, boy. Digs because he loves it. After they've had enough, the two of them head home, and we can see Nolan behind Joe's wheel. Boy, that's a scary sight. A ten-year-old boy operating heavy machinery. Where does this take place? Africa? On their way home, though, they come across a flyer searching for a lost backhoe. Now that's shameless. Who the hell would fess up to losing a backhoe? So you're telling me it wasn't stolen? Then just what in the hell happened, Doug? It couldn't just roll off the lot by itself. Uh, actually it did. Huh? Well, you see, I've been doing a lot of drinking, and I forgot to put the parking brake on at the top of the hill, and off it went. Just great. Now how the hell are we supposed to get this thing back without looking like complete idiots? We could put out flyers. And guess what? This flyer just so happens to have a picture of Joe on it. Nolan is distraught. They were making such good progress. Quote, Nolan stared at the picture. He stared at Joe. They were a perfect match. End quote. That's what a backhoe will do. A word of advice. If you're paying for it, you aren't a perfect match. Oh, wait. They're talking about the picture and Joe matching. Uh, forget what I just said. Nolan doesn't want to lose his buddy. Then he sees there's a reward, and he calls up the construction workers right away, saying, I want to know where the gold's at. Of course. And we can see them walking away with Joe, refusing to show their faces and getting out of there as quickly as possible. What's his reward, you ask? It's a shitty plastic hard hat, a tour of a construction site, and a couple of rocks. He got duped big time. I thought for sure he would at least be allowed in the union. Nolan's parents were proud of him for what he did 
and told him they're going to get him a pad. So what does Nolan draw while he's daydreaming? Yep, you guessed it. It's a pussy that he won't have to pay for. Now he's got his head in the right place. Up, nope. He fooled everyone. The story ends on him getting something with a little bit bigger of a dumper. Yep, a cement mixer. This kid has a real problem. And his parents aren't helping. What's the moral to this story? It's that some people, animals, and things don't belong in certain places and should stay where they can flourish. Pulling something out of its natural environment and expecting it to succeed is selfish. And this boy realized that when he gave back Hojo back to his real owners. It was tough, but it worked out best for everyone. Well, except for Nolan. His reward sucked. What do I think of Lori's work? Well, if you like construction equipment, you'll like this one. This is a play on the classic, lost friend who's taken in, but needs to go home. And some of it worked, and some of it didn't. Case in point, many of the boys' quirks were odd, like collecting rocks and catcalling heavy machinery. Yep, this backhoe and boys' relationship had some real holes in it. As for Craig's illustrations, everyone likes looking at trucks and big equipment, but I've seen illustrations of construction equipment done better and his illustrations were rather bland. If you're a construction worker bored on the beach this weekend and are looking for a tearjerker about a boy and a machine, take a look at this one. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.6. I'll have a heap and helping and go back for another bite or two, but I'm stopping because I can't hear myself think with all this construction. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.